This is the show. This is the show. This is the show. Don't got nothing for that Don't one, got nothing for that one, Kendall. Damn. 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 And just like that. And just like that. Just like Hot that. alert. Hot 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 internet graveyard in the sky but if we still had the old blog spot we could put up a picture i don't want to talk anything else about the internet kendall this is about lice and rice <laughs> we could just imagine it let's just imagine and it there you describe go. would you paint a picture of the banner paint it paint it oh cliff i there's no way i can paint a picture of it all right never mind <laughs> i honestly forgot what we were talking about the I've, banner I've over there. I'm, okay, never mind. It's, oh, the sign. The sign. You said the banner. I was confused. I call it a banner because it's so long and rectangular. To Cliff, me, it's a, a banner. A banner is a, like a fabric, like, like you know, it's made out of vinyl or something. This is a three-dimensional, well-made sign out of gator board, I might add. It's beautiful. Okay, um, no, I'm opposed. I want to state again on the record. I'm opposed to you using that gator board. I don't think gators should be used for boards for purses, for boots, for belts. I'm against it. Cliff, I've told you six times today that's foam core. Anyway, we're talking about lice. Talking about lice. I'm more norm core than foam core. And by norm core, I of course mean that I look and am shaped quite like Norm from Cheers. And this is Cliff and Kendall, the internet podcast talk show radio thing. What, you know, if, if this... I'm glad if, we didn't make a sign that said that. If people don't know, do you think 700 shows in, we should just not not mention that anymore? I, th- I think it, it always bears mentioning. It always bears mentioning. Give a few minutes at the beginning of every show to describe what it is. What if somebody's stumbling in? What if they're just stumbling in in the dark and they're like, <laughs> where, where, Excuse what me. is this? What is this? What is At this least thing? give them a flashlight, Cliff. Give them a flashlight so they know what's happening. Better, That's what you'd find, a dinger. Better to give a listener a flashlight than to curse the darkness. That's what I always say, Kendall. Amen. 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 Amen, indeed, Kendall. Amen. Uh, Kendall, uh. I want to say one thing before I mention it, before we delve deeply. 
into the world of lice and rice. Uh, I had only one note, you know, sometimes I have little things I bring to the table. So you don't know about that, Kendall. You never do such a thing. But I bring so little... So if you bring bags and bags of food to the table, bags. it's what you normally bring. I got bags. I got bags under my eyes, bags under my ass. I, I brought one thing to the table today. I was scrolling on the old Instagram, even though I'm against it. Don't do it, folks. He's against the gram. <laughs> I'm against the gram, the Instagram. That's a hashtag that next time you post it. Hashtag it. Hashtag Kindle. <laughs> hashtag fag hag. That's where I was trying to go somewhere with that. And that's uh, just listeners connect the, your own dots. There's a lot of rhyming in this episode. This is really this lice and this rice is the show. This Dr. Seuss of podcast. You can really tell the Seuss, Seuss influence of, of uh, you know, on this episode. Anyway, what was I talking about? Who knows? <laughs> oh, dear. Really? Boys, you've got to help us settle a, a slight disagreement between a myself. A disagreement, oh. dear. Please. It's, it's so a mad. very important event, dear, that he's trying to get out of. Oh, oh. you know, Sugar Lump, I would, there's nothing I would rather do than go to your ladies' volleyball tournament. But well, I've dear, got it to seems lo- there is one thing you'd rather do. Oh, you know, the Grand Poobah, he's entrusting me to put on the big, large show that night. I'm the MC, girl. <laughs> what will they do? Oh, dear, I thought I was the Grand Poobah. <laughs> um, Mrs. Potter, but a butcher, and this is Whoa. The, these okay. squabbles uh, that you brought into the booth today. I'm not Kendall. What you're the married one, which which means as an outsider, I probably know more. But I want to let hear you weigh in on this first. Well, I mean, first of all, it's hard to jump into something I'm just hearing a little bit about. But so uh, so what's what's going on, now, Mr. Subbottom? You are <laughs> yes. what, what's this thing that you're trying to attend? Oh, yeah. I'm not merely attending something, boy. I'm the MC of the big large. Show. It's all the Lodge Brothers doing all of their talents. Why, Marvin's going to do his bird calls, and Arthur's going to do his impression of Albert Einstein coming up with MC Squared. If you haven't seen that, boy, I highly recommend it. It's very moving. Oh, okay. So, and... Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, you are doing a, a tournament. Yeah, of, um, a volleyball? Did you say volleyball? Uh, yeah, yes, well, we've been working on it for months, dear, and I must say that there's one thing that's always been my good luck charm, and that's my daffodil. And he must oh, be there if we're going to win the tournament. Oh, sugar lump. Oh, <laughs> you know, this is, this is one of those things I, I don't know any other solution except, oh, maybe we ought to go out <laughs> onto the sales floor and drop down on on knees and pray for the Lord's guidance, Glump. Oh, now there's a prudent idea. D- there d- you we'll go. Just go speak to the Lord. Oh, well, yes. I, oh. Well, I, I was going to help them. I was just about to give them some good advice. I was scrolling through the Instagram, which I am againstagram, hashtag fag hag. Againstagram, yeah. I saw an ad for something and I thought, why are they selling this? Because and my hashtag is sag hag. <laughs> hashtag sag hag. Kendall, enough about you. This Sorry. is what I was scrolling through on Instagram. There was an ad. You could buy a rug, you know, a welcome mat or whatever. Yeah. And it is made to look like the carpet 
Uh, <laughs> Why would you want it to look like that? <laughs> no, that was just an aside. It's made to look like the carpet in your local airport. Okay. Why would you want that? I was asking myself that for the last several days leading up to this episode. And I, Kendall, who is buying this? Well, now, you know, there is like there was this big group of people that were really into like I think it was like the Seattle airport's carpet. Really? Yeah. It was, no. They did a big podcast about it. Yeah, it was a big thing. Um, and they got real upset when they took it out. And there was like this big like uh, competition to find the new design for the new carpet. And people like don't like it like the old one. It was it's a big thing. Well, this was uh, not. So every so airport's hard. trying to come up with their own. You know, cool carpet. Stop. Just stop, world. Uh, stop, world. I want to get off. <laughs> That's enough for me. Kendall, I'm, as I give up on humanity, as the, those themes which will be explored in my upcoming box set, Crazy as the Next Guy or Crazy as the Next Box Set, as I like to call it for short, Kendall, I'm, it's enough about the insanity of the world and how I've, I've decided to just live my own alternate reality. So is everybody else. So why can't I? I'm going to do it, too. And yeah. where I want to alternate to right now is to talking about those things, these little bitty things that Kendall, God created them. I don't know what day it was, but it was on some biblical scholar. We'll get maybe. maybe it, he must have been in like day four or five when he was worn out. because. Kendall, but the Lord must have had a reason for lice. For lice. For lice. Well, for lice. I don't know if I have the reason, but... What, what is the reason, Kendall? What, what Bible verse are you going to begin with tonight? If I think he was, he was thinking, what can I put in the house? I'll have to find some louse. Which, oh. which, of course, is the singular form of lice, Cliff. I don't know if you knew that. God. Is that where the, the, oh, Kendall, the epiphanies the listeners are tuning in the for. The epiphanies everybody's having right now. Louse, is that where the term lousy comes from? Like, well, this is fucking uh, covered with lice. This is lousy. I bet it is. <gasps> oh my God. And people even, you even say like, oh, I'm lousy with such and such. Like I have a whole bunch. Oh my covered. God. Covered. <gasps> God. Uh, God. Cliff, the, I'm God. so glad I God. brought you to this lesson God. today and written on the whiteboard, <laughs> louse, so I can help you. With all these epiphanies. If you hadn't so, wheeled <clears throat> that whiteboard in, you know, at first I was against you having that whiteboard in here because that meant I couldn't see some of those old Jake Gyllenhaal pictures that I'd printed out and stuck up on the wall over there. But now, I, as I'm getting these vocabulary and uh, epiphanies, it was worth uh, it. It is. See, worth look it. right next to it. I've written mice, mouse, lice, louse. Oh well. That's another one of those Dr. Seuss things. But you're right, Kendall. Sorry to derail you with epiphanies. Carry on. That's all right. I, I'm always happy to be derailed by epiphanies. Um, Cliff, lice avoid light. They can call, crawl quickly to stay hidden in the dark, just like us. Oh, that is like us. They're sort of the vampires of the <laughs> yeah. little bitty insect that lives in your head world. But that's why they're so hard to spot. That's why people, it's hard to find them. They just run, get in that dark spot. It's the running is what makes it hard. But you know, the adult lice, and I don't want, listen, let's leave the kids out of this. 
as they say. Adult <laughs> lice, they are commonly this. I hit the whiteboard. <laughs> the size of a sesame seed. Who says that? Sesame. Sesame seed. <laughs> Open sesame. Kendall, next time you see a sesame seed bun, think about that. Think about it. Well, these are about the size of lice on here. Okay. Except you're making me hungry with all the sesame seed I buns. I could go for two off beef. <laughs> Patty, special sauce, <laughs> lettuce, cheese, that's cheese. onions, that's exactly something, what I whatever it is. On a sesame seed you bun. Yep. Got that damn straight, bitch. Whew. Cliff, Whew. Cliff, Whew. if you've ever had Cliff. lice, Cliff. you know that they Cliff. itch. Well, the the itching is not from the crawling around, it's from the saliva, just oh. like mosquitoes when they bite you. Oh, God. The louse causes an allergic reaction in the skin that leads to the uncomfortable itching. Talk about the r- lousy. Amen. Now, Kendall, there's a new strain of lice. This is a, actually an urgent bulletin. <gasps> they have been termed... Oh, no. Super lice. And they now represent 98%. (laughs) Sorry, guys. You thought murder hornets were bad. Here come the super lice. And super lice, well, they're resistant to drugstore treatment products. So good luck. They've evolved. Good luck with all that. Now, Kendall, I don't want to pry. But let's just go there early in the show. Unless you want to tease it for later. Have you ever had lice not that i ever remember all right i remember i vividly remember like some like a kid having lice in my school and like my mother having to check my head to make sure i didn't have any but um but i don't i never had them Uh, knock on wood knock on wood kendo you got a few hairs left and it still could happen (laughs) <laughs> Cliff, they don't need many. Still good happen. Now, Kendra, I remember my great-grandmother checking my head for lice in my kitchen. I don't know, I don't know why, but it must have been one of those, somebody in my class had it. And, or, uh-huh. or it was just a family gathering, and she was like, hey, everybody over here for the lice check. <laughs> I think I passed. Just a random spot check. I passed. And we're not talking about lice that happen anywhere other than your head right now, so we'll, we, I don't have to answer any further questions, Your Honor. And it is a myth, Kendall, excuse me, myth. It's a myth that lice only infest people with poor hygiene. No. People rich in hygiene Busted. can also be infested. It's a fact that lice actually prefer clean hair, you scum. What? Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> you Listen, Kendall, the, your hair is so fresh and so clean that it, it's probably lice are all over. Like, come come on, guys. Let's go to this mountain-sized dude over Ooh, here. I am feeling a little itchy. <clears throat> You're acting a little bitchy as well. Oh, ouch. Oh, ouch. The rhymes just won't stop. Oh, this is the Dr. Seuss Presents, the Rice and Lice episode. Now, Cliff, do you think the length of a person's hair impacts the risk of getting head lice? Oh, Kendall, you know, I say size matters. Absolutely not, Cliff. no. You can have short hair, you can have long hair, or like I said, you can have three hairs like I have, and you can still get lice. Oh, no, you, me, and Homer Simpson, we're still susceptible. Oh, God. We're still in danger. (laughs) We're in danger. 
Candle, the worst, the worst news that I have for everybody is that shaving your head will not even treat the lice. People have thought for years Sinead O'Connor just must have had lice. She got him from a Motel 6 somewhere, but she didn't. The nymphs... That's, if only someone would have told her that it wouldn't have helped. I, I know, then she... Nothing compares. She could <laughs> Think of how good that song would have been if she'd had a little bit of hair up there. Come on. <laughs> but anyway, the nymphs are baby lice, as some call them. They can embed in the scalp, Kendall, and they will still Ooh. develop into adult lice, if not properly removed. Kendall, you could think that your bald and beautiful head is just clean, and then what do you know? One day, an adult louse just appears. <laughs> louse and Cliff, I am really starting to itch. I am really starting to itch talking about all these lies. Uh, um, um, Cliff, now, I do have some good news for you. Good news! Uh, good good news, news! Hot off the presses. Good, good news! They do. They only spread through head-to-head contact. They don't hop, jump, skip, or fly like a lot of people might think they do. That's just a myth. Well, excuse me, myth. That is just a myth, guys. So don't think, you know, but... I'm sorry, myth. It's true. I'm sorry. But, you know, next time you're out with your bowling team or the math squad or the your detective friends and, you, and somebody says, hey, let's put our heads together for a quick huddle. Say, hey, guys, any of you have that's a, lice? That's a lice cocktail party. That's a lice cocktail party. That's that's what the commoners are saying. That's a common <laughs> phrase for the it. The commoners. Kendall, I want to debunk something. People think that lice, uh, you know, that they can climb everywhere, that they're little spider men. Well, that's just wrong. Wrong. Because of their specialized claws, lice can't really move very well on anything other than human hair and uh, good news and more good news if they do get off of your hair of course they could be growing in your head right now but if they my head is itching get off of your hair they'll die within 24 hours because they need a head to live but don't think that going for a swim is going to kill them because those sons of bitches can hold their breath for up to two hours Oh, God. Oh, God. What if I just soak my head in water for four hours? No. Well, I drown the little bastard. Well, this is for up to two hours, so if you do two hours and five minutes, you should be good. There but you your go. scalp is going to be very wrinkly, Kendall, and I don't know if you can afford to be more wrinkled than you already are. Well, what do I have to lose? A lot of weight. We both could lose a lot of weight. <laughs> Ouch, you've gone from preaching to meddling. Preaching to meddling. I got to ask you a question. Yeah, about lice. I hope I can answer it. Is, what oh, would you do? Oh, what would you do? Do, 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 do. Uh, now, do, if do, somebody do, 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 says do, 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 do. Uh, that you have lice, you might think that brushing and washing will get them away. Nope, sorry, because the eggs basically are glued to your hair. And, and we just well, learned yeah. in the previous And tip, embedded in your scalp. They're also embedded in your damn scalp. So good luck with all of that, They ain't going nowhere. Just make friends. Make friends with the idea. I've got friends up there. People say, I've got friends in high places. Maybe they just mean I have head lice. <laughs> oh, what would you do? Do, 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 do. Uh. 
Kendall, I've got a what would I do for you to do unless you would like to begin, which is in this beautiful Dr. Seuss rice slice episode. I'm open to whatever. Cliff, I'd like to take a spin and let you begin. Oh, you want me to go first and read it? Gotcha. Gotcha. Kendall, gotcha. We're got it together now, folks. Let's say, just let's just hypothetically go there. Let's say you're walking down the road in front of your house in the South Busheltown suburbs, and you are admiring a butterfly as it flutters, and then suddenly, whoosh! Yeah. A speeding yeah. bus yeah. whizzes yeah. by and yeah. sends you yeah. flopping down into the ditch, bitch. Ooh. And you land with your head face down, whoops, in a gopher hole. And your head is just stuck there, Kendall. You try to wriggle and get it out, but mm-mm, stuck. And a gopher is just uh, coming towards you and comes and starts to gnaw on your lips. What would you do? Well, Cliff, I would, I would, I would make the the call. I would make the call to the Fraggles, and the Fraggles would come, and they would come to my rescue, and they would uh, take that gopher, and and throw him into the pits of hell, and they would save my life. Well, Down I, a Fraggle Rock, and then we'd we'd hang out the rest of the time and have a great time and eat all the Dozier's candy. I guess if I'm living in my own reality, who am I to begrudge you? Yours. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Your Honor. I rest. All right, oh, Willis. it's my turn. I, I rest my rest. My fat. Rest it. Cliff, Sex in the City. Mm. The Golden Years is casting, and this this is years and years in the future. They're oh. making they're they're making their their another huge comeback. Yo. When they're like 90 years old, right? <gasps> Kendra, you're giving and, me reasons to live. I told you uh, about that. Cliff, oh, it gets better. It gets better. And they're casting and they're looking for the next big star to share the screen with Sarah Jessica Parker and the whole gang. And they say that you have you have to have perfect pick, pitch if you're going to you know, be in this show because it's going to have a musical number. And this is, of course, perfect for you. Oh, yeah. So, um... You you email them and you email them and you beg and you beg and finally they have allowed you to audition. You walk in, you introduce yourself, they introduce themselves to you. What do you do? Uh, well, there's Sarah Jessica Parker and Kendall. Really, we are not crazy differently aged than them. Basically, we're old enough now. We're all in the same age bracket. That's why. That's why you're going to be in the show with them. It's I know your age. They would be, if they're 90, then we're like 75 at least. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, what I would do is I would sing a great Broadway show tune that I know Sarah Jessica Parker loves because she sang it on Glee. And then I heard her hum a few bars on Instagram. And it's the uh, up a steep and very narrow stairway to the sound of a metronome at the ballet from a chorus line, I think. And I would sing it. It's about seven minutes long, and I would do all the different parts, including the stage director and the different actresses. And, you know, I'd be heavily influenced by the version that Barbara Streisand and Hathaway and some girl from Star Wars did on a Barbara Streisand album. And uh, Sarah Jessica, all I can only assume that she, she, they're very healthy, so she'll be able to stand and 
ovate. Give me an ovulation, an ovation with Miranda <laughs> and Charlotte. An yeah, um, and I'll be the well, fourth Sex in the City girl. We'll visit Samantha's grave in the first episode. Well, Cliff, um, see, unfortunately for you, the day that you were going there, that was they wanted you to perform a straight like play piece, not a musical number. This they wanted to make sure you could act first. Uh, uh, However, because... hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry. But, but right, fortunately right. for you, when they heard you sing, they were like, "Oh, call off the rest of these. We found the one." And so you you, you got the part. I was just I just wanted you okay. to know. That it was the wrong day. I didn't want to just, you know, throw it away. Okay. Okay. But uh, there was a lot of acting. The, the, the listeners out there who know the song and the, the, Barbara, the Barbara version, you know, there's a lot of them Well, out that's there. why they let it slide. That they're saying, Kendall, there's a lot of acting debunked <laughs> in that. But that's so, what they said about the last movie I was in. That was a lot of acting. They, well, they said that was a lot. And I think they just stopped. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Oh, Kendall. Now listen, this is I. This I'm having so much fun that I. Uh, even though Mr. Snowball and Mrs. Potter about a butter churn, they are. They got a calendar, and it looks like they're going through dates and times over there. And oh, it's. I'm glad that mm-hmm. they are out there because that. I, frankly, it makes me real stressed when they were in here <laughs> arguing. I bet it did. Bet it did, Kendall. But did, <clears throat> did. Dead. Oh. Dead. That makes me stress Dead. too, Cliff. Here you go. De-stress right now because you, <laughs> you and Susan, are on a romantic getaway to where but Smackover's highest rated hotel. And you get up to the penthouse and start to get raunchy. But then, oh, the bellhop walks in and he brings in a rack of luggage that is not yours. You and Susan, though, together, you decide not to mention it. And when the bellhop leaves, you go through the bags. And in one suitcase, there's a diamond tiara. And in another is over $100 million in cold, hard tens and twenties. Kendall, what would you do? W-W-U-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Well, it's going to be real boring, Cliff. Oh, my God. God forbid you give us an exciting answer for once. Well, why start now? (laughs) 700 Um, shows in? (laughs) A little late. I mean, Cliff, look, what if somebody out there, it was like a -A Make-A-Wish Foundation big award thing, and they were, like, headed to the airport to take some poor child, like this tiara, so they could be princess for a day, and however much money that was, what if it's for them? And they're like, oh, we lost all this money. If only somebody would return it. Cliff, I'd have to return it. I, could, I couldn't live with myself. Well, Kendall, unfortunately, you return it. You turn it over to the police. And, well, a crooked cop recognizes it. It's a big bag full of money and diamond tiaras that belongs to a drug cartel. And they're sending that over to another drug cartel for weapons. And those weapons they're exchanging for all this money are used to murder hundreds of innocent lives that they wouldn't have been able to do without all those weapons if you had someone only intercepted the payment. Kendall, but that's what you would do, and who are we to judge? 
Well, Cliff, and that's a real important lesson Lesson learned. No good deed goes unpunished. (laughs) Chalk that one up to experience, Kendall. I guess next time I'll keep the cold hard cash. I love it. You're in line for Hawaiian shaved ice. Oh, that's so refreshing. Doesn't that sound wonderful right now? And and oh, we should have a Hawaiian shaved ice section in the store. Yeah, over there where your failed oxygen bar was. Well, okay. I mean, we don't have to call it failed. It just wasn't hugely successful. You're in line from Hawaii for Hawaiian shaved ice when a magical genie appears. <clears throat> he says he's going to grant you three wishes. But me? Yeah. Said, but you have to agree that he gets to pick the three wishes for you. Ooh. Quite a, quite a feat, but you agree. You agree to it. So, I wouldn't but never. Cliff, you've already done it. Too late. So the first one... Are they good? Did did he tell me they were good wishes? Just, just hold it. Hear the whole story. And then All you can tell right. me what you're going to do. All, All right. right. So, All so right. he says, for the first one, I'm going to make you the head of an empire. You are going to own one of the largest pizza companies in the world. You're going to be a multimillionaire. And you're like, okay, that's not so bad. I love pizza. I love money. I can do it. So... I would never say that I love money. You love Funko Pops, Cliff. So you love money. I, I would say I love stuff. Well, Cliff, where, how do you get that stuff? Merch. How do you get that stuff? And collectibles. How do you pay for that merch? Uh, I would pay for it in other ways if, they, if that were allowed. Well, it's not. So anyway, that's anyway. the first thing. Now, then you're like, okay, I'll, I'll accept it. And then okay, the second I'll one, he's it. like, I, your second wish is you're a philanthropist and you're going to help all of those in need. Oh, you're like, oh, it. great. I love it. Number That's three. That's what I would do anyway. Yeah, exactly. Number three. Yeah. I mean, you're like uh, two for two, what I'd, what I'd wish for. Number three, you can't even believe it. He's like, I'm going to make you thin and you're going to look amazing. Oh, and you're like, you've hit the nail on the head. And he's like, but of course, there's <laughs> always last. catch. Uh-oh. As a result, if you accept all three of these wishes, you are no longer allowed to sing or use your perfect pitch ever again. You're like, Ariel, lost your voice. What do you do? Kendall, it would be a sin. It would cancel out all the good I did with the second wish if I denied even one person, even the smallest amount of people you can think of, like the listeners to the ship of our show. The you know, even if I denied only those scant few, these God-given, beautiful dulcet tones like the nightingale. Entered the room like coming soon in my new Crazy as the Next Guy album. It just new singles dropping. I'm just, the singles are just gonna start dropping. Kendra like 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 magnolia buds from the tree. Better get under something. Better get under something. But Cliff. But Kendall. You'll have your no looks. Buts. You're pretty <laughs> face. face. And, and don't, don't underestimate the importance, the importance of body language. The men up there don't like a lot of blather. They think well, a girl who gossips uh, is a bar. I but hope they Kendall, like a lot of blubber. I think they don't. Oddly, <laughs> they, they, they don't like that either. <laughs> no, Kendall, uh, the, the fun we just had singing, even that little snip. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it to the listeners. Couldn't do it to 
myself. Oh, Cliff, anybody that missed that musical number of ours, they're just poor, unfortunate souls. Piss. Piss. Poor. Poor. All right, Kendall. Poor. What would you do about this, though? I'll tell you. No surprise here. You're wandering around in Walmart at 2 a.m. on Sunday morning, and you have a shopping cart full of potato chips and extra, extra, extra large underwear. And We've s- all been there. <laughs> God knows I have. And suddenly, Kendall, oh, the lights go out. You're a Ooh. scream from the front of the store. And oh, then a blast. Smoke fills the store. And this is all because an alien race has bombed all Walmarts on Earth at one time. And aliens are at the front of the store and all the exits and they're lasering customers. <gasps> Everyone they can find. What would you do, Kendall? Alien laser attack on Walmart. Lucky, lucky for me, aliens' eyes are offset on the outside of their head so they don't have good depth perception. So I <clears throat> would walk up to where all the mannequins were and I would stand there and look like a mannequin and they'd be like, oh, good, there you go. Debunked, Kendall, there is not even the biggest big and tall store that has a mannequin the size of Cliff or Kendall. <laughs> that is just not true, that's just, uh, that's a step too far. An alien race, laser blasting, all Walmarts at once, I'll go that far, I'll meet you halfway, but a mannequin our size. No. Kendall, there are just some things that don't happen. Well, I didn't say it was a good plan. I didn't say it was a good plan. <laughs> Cliff, you're eating just the biggest, grandest, most wonderful donut oh, you've ever seen. Oh, I love this one so far. Oh, God, you're enjoying it so much. You're just, uh, you're like, you're just, you're sweating with enjoyment how much you're enjoying this donut. Uh, I'm, I'm you know, you know like, when yeah. it's just, like, the perfect amount of sweetness, and it's just, All like, mm, save, oh you know. Oh, my God. So it turns out, Cliff, you, you, you wake up from a fever dream, and you <laughs> actually were just gnawing on Charles the Contractor's drawers. Uh. And I mean, like, the juicy bits of them. You've got them all down in your mouth. What do you do? Well, Kendall, I'll just chalk it up to one more time that you give me shit to eat. That's just every every other time. It's like, uh, what would you do if you were eating shit? Well, I guess at this point, I would just keep on eating because I've done eat it so many well, times Cliff, before. First of all... First Joel. of all, shows what you know. This was underwear, <laughs> but second, and it was edible underwear this time. Why mess with the classic? Why mess with the classic, Kendall? There's a reason Rob Petrie fell down all those times on the Dick Van Dyke show. Because holy shit, I was just talking about that today. Really? I was telling some young kid about. I was like, "That's like Dick Van Dyke," and they're like, "What?" And I said, you know how he fell over the ottoman? And they're like, huh? Oh and I had to God. show him a YouTube clip. And I was like, sometimes he sidestepped it. And then I had to find the clip to show him. I'm like, what's the world coming to? Oh, Kendall. You just. It was a great. There was a Nick at Night commercial where they put lyrics to that where they explained. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's like, and there's yet another opening. He comes home, hugs Laura, and ironically, he trips over this thing. Or what? You know, 
Yeah. Anyway, Kendall. Yeah. Love it. Teens, Gen Zers, I'm so sorry that you missed out on all the fun and that you were born into a world. <laughs> born? Can you imagine being born into a house that's already on fire? I think that's how the, the teens must feel. Anyway, Kendall, <laughs> to speak of better and happier things, you, I have one more. You're at the local McDonald's about to fill up on soft serve ice cream and french fries and you know this sounds a lot like you you are just an asshole and you laugh I'm just an asshole as the customer in line ahead of you they slip on and fall on a used ketchup packet and you just start to laugh uncontrollably unfortunately though this person that you laughed at not just a person, evil genie, in, in fact, and they decide to curse you, not with three wishes of their own <laughs> choosing, but maybe this is even worse, maybe for every French fry that you have ever eaten, a potato grows on your body. What would you do? <laughs> Well, I don't think I'd have any room to do anything because I'd be like just a big, huge walking potato. But while the potatoes were starting to pop up, I would use my power of gab, Cliff, to talk to the genie. <laughs> Gift of gab. And I would explain. I would explain to him that, look, I would laugh. And this is true for the human race. Uh, you, people will laugh at anybody scum. that falls. It's universal. I don't care if your mother falls. It is funny. It's always funny. Oh, no. My mother, God rest her soul, fell down a whole flight of stairs at somebody's house once, and I watched her do it. <laughs> you just and laughed. she was okay afterwards, but it was hilarious. <laughs> and she laughed at it afterwards, too. It is funny when people fall. And I'm sorry, Jeannie. Please uncurse me. Cursed. <laughs> Rejected. <laughs> Kendall, do you have any other? Do you have any other? What would I do? I do do no. I do not. All right. Do you have any other lice? Urgent lice bulletins. Oh God, I don't think so. I think I may have covered the big ones. You know, they this I have just here's one that struck me. The female louse. Talk about lousy. She lays eggs twice a day. And can lay as many as five Lord. at a time or ten babies a day. So if you got a hope, there's uh, John and Kate plus eight. The lice are not on your head. But, Kendall, you know, if you do get lice, rest assured that you're not alone. Because there are literary references to lice as far back as 16 BC. That's many years. And <laughs> Cliff, I don't think that helps the situation. <laughs> but even. Don't worry. There are Egyptian mummies who had lice. So if you're scratching, scratching, just think to yourself, I'm just like King Tut. <laughs> I've really got to come to you for advice, boys. <laughs> My dear, sweet sugar lump. She's still going on and on about this volleyball tournament. <laughs> she just doesn't seem to understand the importance of a man's large talent show. <laughs> and the MC, I'm the master of ceremonies, boys. Okay, now let me ask you this. Who... Who had their event scheduled uh, first? Candle, let's let's get to the bottom of this during the break. 
Okay, let's... Oh, good idea. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back after this. Oh, my. Oh, did it, you see? I'm pretty sure that it was me that reminded me of the Don't go anywhere. Cliff and Kendall are just getting started. I've heard so much about Magic Touch, Campana's new cream makeup. Is it so very different from other makeups? It's so different that you'll never believe how much prettier it will make you until you try it. Magic Touch is a cream complexion makeup that you apply with your fingertips. No powder puff, no water. You can use it anytime, anywhere. And it literally performs magic for your complexion. Gives you that new complexion loveliness that women are demanding today. The unmade-up look. Magic Touch provides a feminine, delicate, fragile makeup beauty. The Dresden doll-like complexion that women are seeking. What does it look like? Magic Touch is a wafer-thin cream in a beautiful white and gold compact. You get a large-size, classic, golden-white compact of Magic Touch for only one dollar. I'm going to try it tomorrow. And believe me, you'll never know how pretty you can be until you do. And now, welcome back to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Immediately after swarming, the bees gather round their queen in a formation which looks like a bunch of grapes hanging from a tree. It is now up to the scouts to find suitable accommodation for the new colony. In a hollow tree, a cave, or hole in a wall, or in an empty hive, and so on. Dozens of scouts can be seen on their way in all directions, and it is not long before one has found something here, another there, that might be suitable, though often many miles distant. Successful scouts dance on their return, on the surface of the cluster. They indicate the distance and direction of the accommodation they have discovered. Successful scouts dance on their return. Dance on their return. Successful scouts dance on their return. Dance, 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 dance. This isn't a movie, and you are no Meryl Streep. This is a rental, it is not yours to keep. In a hollow tree, a cave, or hole in a wall. Answer the Garfield phone lasagna. Welcome back, welcome oh, back, welcome back. Yes, and I'm clicking buy. Alright, Kendall, you said you love that airport rug, so I just clicked one. I know it's a few months before your birthday, the big 4-1, but oh, it is please. coming. Oh, please, talk about that. And um, so is an airport rug well, for you. Thank you, Cliff. You know, I, I love it because it doesn't say welcome on it. Because I don't know if, if, we, if we're talking on the show about how, like, if you if you have a welcome mat that says welcome, you could be inviting, like, negative spirits in your home. You just It's saying welcome. Like, vampires could walk up and they're mm. like, well, it says welcome. Come on in. Sorry, I went to that burrito cart outside. They just opened up. It was four burritos for $8. Oh, that's a good deal. This is a four for eight deal. I've got sixteen dollars, so I can get eight uh, oh, burritos. I don't know if they'll do that. <laughs> they might be losing money on that deal, Kendall. Well, I'll just change. I'll change hats and do uh, it twice. All right. Got them, Cliff. It's time to change subject. Change it. Change it. Change, change it. it. Change, change it up. Change Cliff, it. we're no longer talking about the lice or the louse. No. We're going to the rice or the rouse. <laughs> We're talking rice. Cliff, do you love a good, huge, heaping helping of rice? Do you have rice in your burrito over there? Whatever I it is? do. It's falling out all over my lap over here. I oh, love it. Oh, that's... I thought that was lice. That's, that's rice. It's rice. 
I'll say it thrice. Tell me something. Yeah, tell me something about this rice while I brush this well, off. Well, Cliff. Well, Cliff. Well, Cliff. Well, Cliff. Rice is well, good for Cliff. years unless well, it's brown. Well, Uncooked uh, white rice will stay fresh and edible for anywhere from 10 to 30 years, depending on how it's stored. Wow. So you should always have some with you. Um, and Cliff, the Great Wall of China, can you believe this, is held together with sticky rice. Mm, 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 mm. That is some sticky rice. Well, if you've ever tried to remove rice, sticky rice from your pan, Cliff, you know what I'm talking about. Mm, 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 mm. Well, I haven't. Kendall, <laughs> I, now this, I, I was blown away and reminded of the Chex cereal because wheat, corn, and rice are the world's three leading food crops. I thought it would have been cacao, sugar, and fat beans. <laughs> well, that's what we eat the most of, isn't it? 50% of what people eat comes is either white wheat corn or rice, Kendall. Oh. No shitting you. I'm not saying that just because there's wheat corn and rice in this burrito. That's what I'm eating right now. Oh, well, Cliff, oh. I guess if you add it into burritos oh. and things, that makes oh. sense. Oh. Oh. If it's in a burrito, it must. It does make sense if it's in a burrito. <laughs> well, you put it into context, I can understand. Mm. Um, Americans eat more than 20 pounds of rice every year. Oh. And milk. Oh. And milk. Oh. And butt. That's an awfully big butt. Kendall, the United States has the least consumption of rice in the world. It's very low. Took the words right out of my mouth. We're eating Cheetos and cheese balls and cheese whiz instead. <laughs> we like our, our whizzes and our our cheeses. I love a good whiz. I love a good whiz. I love a good whiz. <laughs> love a good whiz. Because more than, uh, let's see. I lost my train of thought. I lost where I was. Oh, no. There are more than 40,000, 40,000 varieties of rice. That's a lot. I was thinking 30,000, maybe. But 40? <laughs> You'd be wrong. Like, that's a lot to choose from. It is. Now, speaking of, you know, if you're looking for a, a place to grow rice, maybe you want to go work the rice fields. You're in luck because it's grown on every continent except for old Antarctica. It's way too cold. Is that why? Is that really why? I imagine. It takes a lot of water. A lot of water. A lot of water. It takes about 5,000 liters of water just to produce one kilogram of rice. One one rice? One rice thing? One, one kilogram. Grain of rice? Kilogram of rice. How much is that? Three gr three grains? Oh, I'm sure it's a lot more than that. Don't be silly. Uh, six. I'm not. <laughs> You're pretty silly. I'm not. Kendall, the, <laughs> <laughs> I do. There was something here that I, I'm sorry. I'm looking for. There was something I wanted to share with you. And I'm looking for where it is. Uh, oh, Okay. Speaking of rice, how it's grown everywhere except for Antarctica, it can be grown practically anywhere, even on, on a steep hill or a mountain area. So, Kendall, that steep hill way down back behind your house in the South Busheltown suburbs could just grow a bunch of rice on it. I, I don't know if I've ever s seen rice growing. Well, the fields are prepared by plowing, 
Typically, it says by plows drawn by water buffalo, but I'm pretty sure those are extinct, so probably not that. Uh, but then they just, uh, you know, they, they plow it like any kind of, you know, one of the stuff that's plowed, and then the oh. seedlings are started. Listen to this. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> the seedlings are started in seedling beds, and after 30 to 50 days are transplanted by hand to the fields which have been flooded by rain or river water during the growing season irrigation is maintained by oh heavens is maintained it really makes you rethink your burrito that makes me rethink everything what you're doing (laughs) but this the growing season irrigation is maintained by dike controlled canals or by hand watering depending on the variety a rice crop usually reaches maturity at around 105 to 150 days, and the fields are allowed to drain before cutting. Can you believe all of this that goes into rice and the growing thereof? Really changes my whole perspective on the universe. Really opens your eyes. I'm just sorry, I'm over here looking at pictures of rice growing because I've never seen it. Yeah, what are some of your favorite things to eat with rice? Well, uh, burritos, obviously. Burrito obviously. bowls. Anything with burrito in the title. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, like a good stir fry, you know, has rice. Yeah. It, all my, all the good Indian food has um, jasmine rice. That's really yeah. good. I, I love all kind of different rices. Oh, yeah, me too. Mexican rice with some uh, Over 40,000 different kind, yeah. I don't know if I like all 40,000, but I do like a lot of them. Maybe half. 20 to 30,000. I'm probably in favor. <laughs> Somewhere in that range. What about rice pudding or rice cakes? Ooh. Uh, well, okay, so rice cakes, of course, I've had plenty of in my life. You don't get to this size without at least trying a couple rice cakes. Am I right? Um, but rice pudding is a no-go. I, I no kind go. of, like, I've, I've tried it, and it's, it's one of those that, like, I really want to like it. And when I'm eating it, like, I really, really want to like it. But it's just, it's so close. But it, I just don't. Don't. I don't. I don't what about you? You don't? No. It's like pudding, but with rice in it. Now, I love bread pudding. I don't like bread pudding either. Well, that's a problem of your own. You never had it made correctly. But rice pudding, I've, I've never had made correctly. Maybe if somebody out there makes it in a way that I would love, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterturn probably has a great recipe. Sure she does. We'll have to get her to make some uh, some rice pudding. Um, but Cliff... Oh, boys, <laughs> did you say you wanted Mrs. Butter Butter Butterton to make you some rice pudding? <laughs> but we haven't even settled this whole thing about uh, the night of my heart. Dear, we're way too busy party. with our, our own issue to make rice pudding at the moment. don't think we have any rice. Uh, we, we didn't mean it this, like, right now. We just meant at some point we wanted... To, to make some, because we knew that you would probably make the best. <laughs> well, of course, dear. You know, I have a wonderful recipe. Yeah, if anybody would. Oh, yes. Why, sugar lump, your rice pudding, it's beyond compare. Oh. <laughs> Why, I, I'm salivating at the very idea. Oh, my. Oh, well, dear, I'm afraid you'll be salivating for a long time. Well, listen, what have you guys come to terms with because we found out that both things were scheduled at the exact same time so what is 
what's going to happen? Yes, they're both on the 13th, dear. Oh, the 13th? Oh, why, my large show isn't until the 18th. I, oh, goodness, I dear. must have misread oh. the calendar this entire time. Oh, oh no. what a lovely mistake to have made. Oh, why don't we go and make some rice pudding to celebrate? Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Dear, we'll get the crock pot. We're going to need the rice in the crock pot. We're going to need some rice. Oh, I'm so glad they worked that out. Uh, and me too. Mainly because we're getting rice pudding. Oh, um, why don't y'all make some extra other kinds of pudding too, just in case we don't like even the best of rice. Yeah, there are 40,000 different kinds of rice. There yeah. must be a way of other kind of things to put into the pudding. You know, she's going to do a great job. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, yeah, it'll be great. Clip, um, yeah, it'll be great. Rice. Yeah, it'll be great. Rice, rice originated rice. in China rice. 2000 rice. B.C. Can Whoa. you believe it? No. That's a long time ago. Kendall, to be honest, I can't believe it. But what I can believe... (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that you're honest. What I can believe, though, and I love this, and I'm going to start doing this, I'm going to culturally appropriate this, because in China, a typical greeting, instead of how are you, is, have you had your rice today? And that's a greeting to which everyone is expected to always reply, yes. So, Kendall, have you had your rice today? No. No, God. I can see you having your rice right now. So. Uh, so I'm still having Kendall, I, I, so if you haven't had your rice, for fuck's sake, I got one more thing to ask you. Have Are you, you had ha- your rice today? No. Are you talking to me? <laughs> me, 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 Sometimes I wish I could boldly go where no man's gone before, but I'll probably stay in Aurora. Aurora, is that the Ferris Bueller's Day Off? No, Cliff. It's no. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party time, excellent. Swing. Kiskasay, a little immigrant. Now they are coming by bottle. Coming by bottle. Uh, was that witches? No, Kendall. This is uh, this is um, not some kind of weird right wing thing. That was an American tale. Mmm, mmm, American tale. See, I thought of mice. And that's what made me think of witches. I was thinking of them in a little bottle, oh, so I was close. Not really. I had the right way Very of thinking. Very wrong. <laughs> Boy, that was some good pen. A league of their own. There's no crying in baseball. That's that's the more well-known quote, but never well, forget. That's why I didn't go with that one. Never forget about boy. Look at that was some pen. <laughs> Kendall. I've heard, now, I've heard you say this many times, and I think you even thought about getting a tattoo that says this, but I'll say Wild it anymore. Lord. No, that, you got that tattoo, didn't you? Oh, all right. Once upon a time, back before I knew how to tie my shoes, the sun came up. Now, I know an everyday sunrise may not seem like such a big deal to some folks, but imagine for a moment if instead of rising up like this one morning where you lived she took a look around and decided to go back to sleep 
Um, Remember when you signed my yearbook in college with that quote? Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Your 43rd favorite animated movie, Rock-A-Doodle. Rock-A-Doodle? I don't think I've ever seen Rock-A-Doodle. <laughs> well... That begs to differ what I've just been saying. Yes. What's yours? Okay. (laughs) You don't have to be the bad guy. You are the most talented, most interesting, and most extraordinary person in the universe. And you are capable of amazing things because you are the special, and, and so am I. And so is everyone. The prophecy is made up, but it's also true, and it's about all of us right now. It's about you, and you can still change everything. So much of that sounded like what this passerby said to me when I was playing one of my new singles outside the store earlier in the week. And they're like, you're the greatest. This was the best. He must have been quoting this movie. Was that, uh, I don't know, that must have been like uh, Harry Potter in the something or other. No. No, Cliff. The Lego movie. All right. Kendo. A brickumentary. Uh, brick by brick. It's how society's crumbling. I guess <laughs> every lonely girl would hope she's a princess. I hope every lonely girl would hope that she's a princess. Um, Cinderella. No. Anastasia. Oh, right. Anastasia. I have one more. With all the ones I haven't seen. One yeah. more, Candace. Sorry, where were you on these Don Bluth <clears throat> movies in the 80s? Don't know. Don't know. Well. Eating. I was eating. You were eating. Well, we knew that, but we assumed you might have been watching something while you ate some of those times. <laughs> these are some of the poorest people I know. They're more broke than the Ten Commandments. Uh, 101 Dalmatians. Close! Because the next line was, woof, 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 woof. All dogs go to heaven, Kendo. Oh, I loved all dogs go to heaven. There you go. But it made me so sad all the time. I don't like things where Pete, where the movie starts off with some animal dying. It, I know. It was. I was like, that was very traumatizing to have to watch. Little bit traumatic. That's why I have to watch Brady Bunch episodes. Oh, for and oh, for oh, and yeah. oh, for again. What has given us so much gas? My God, I don't know, Kendall. This episode has been full of gas. It's, it has definitely been full. It's been a full show here tonight. It's been a full show and a wide load. Anything else about rice? It's nice. It is nice. Now, quick. Oh, yes. only that it's been a big scam that brown rice was better for you. Uh, well, how is that a scam? Hold on, I had my, I had already closed my notes. I thought we were done. Hold on, let me pull it up back Open up. Open it up, Kendall. Why am I choosing brown over white then? Well, that's what I'm going to tell you. Hold on. Um, why am I going to do it? Okay, so <clears throat> the nutrition content of brown rice uh, might seem too good to be true. And it does come with its downsides. Even though brown rice contains more nutrients, a study suggests that substances in brown rice inhibit the body's absorption rate. As a result, consuming white rice may yield more nutrients than brown rice. And the study argues that while brown rice has more uh, micronutrients, its fiber and phytate content content cancels out these nutrients. (gasps) And it also has a main effect on diabetes. Brown rice does. Well, shit. Well, shit. Now what are we supposed to do? Now what are we supposed to do, Kendall? Just eat whatever you want and live life. How about that? 
I'm ordering double blizzards for dinner tonight. And you better order quadruple, because I'm going to need two as well. Oh, it's... And then we're going to get the onion rings, and... Well, it's, it's, uh, I'm going to need a bigger notepad than this one that's over here. <laughs> yeah, we better get right on that. All right. Well, we will see you here next week. We'll see you here next week. Oh, really quick, Kendra. Let's see who. Let's see how long we can go. Let's say words that rhyme with lice and rice. You go first. Okay. Mice. Thrice. Dice. Twice. Weiss. Weiss? What is Weiss? Like Janet Weiss? Janet Weiss. <laughs> uh, I guess I lose. I guess you lose. <laughs> All right. It's predictable. All right. We'll do that again. We didn't Our think that was going to go on too long, did rhyming we? rhyming episode. Our next rhyming episode, Kendall, watch out. We're going to go. We're going to see how long we can go, how low we can go. Two out of three ain't bad. Did you get that? Even that consequence. Ever-increasing numbers of dancers can be seen on the swarm. Some point in one direction, others in another. Some indicate places nearby, others a considerable distance away, according to the various sites discovered. At the same time, it can be seen that there is more excitement over some places than others. Just as the dances become exceedingly lively in the case of a rich harvest and become fainter and fainter with decreasing abundance of the nectar, so the scouts too dance with an intensity in proportion to the suitability of the discoveries. This isn't a movie and you are no Meryl Streep. So the scouts too dance. This is a rental, it is not Dance.